welcome to the Riverdale High AV Club. I'm Ezra. And I'm Megan. And we're here to bring you all things Archie. Archie! You know, Archie I tried to find... comics, Archie cereal, Archie toilet paper. We do it all, uh, folks. Archie toilet paper. My favorite. That does sound... Yeah. <laughs> it does sound cathartic, at least. You know? <laughs> Would it be <laughs> Get to work some... Hey, 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 Meg. Hey, Meg. Hey. You get to work some shit out. Get it? Uh, hey! hey! <laughs> On that top-tier joke. No. Yeah. I would like to dive right in, though, because I'm very excited to uh, talk about the comic that I'm yeah. starting us off with. Surely I know one that, of uh, substance and uh, great intellectual value. Oh, you know it. As all Archie comics are. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, a little redundant there, Megan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we're, we're still in the winter months, um, and weirdly... The the thing that they're going to be referencing in this edition of Fantastic Mr. Andrews is it always gives me very cozy winter vibes. And I think that's because a lot of the stories set or a lot of the stories told in this series take place in winter or just have good winter vibes. Mm -hmm. Either way, this is Betty and Veronica in The Magic Word. Oh, OK. Yes, please. We have script scripts by Mike Pulowski. Pencils by Jeff Schultz, inks by Henry Scarpelli, and letters by Vicky Williams. And we just fucking start off with, uh, I don't know if Betty is like seeing Veronica looking at this shop window or they're there together or like, yeah. But okay. either way, they're both peering in a big shop window at a poster for Larry Plopper, Boy Sorcerer. No. It literally is just a panel, so you can just kind of get the vibe of Larry Plopper, and uh, I think Veronica is saying, oh. hmm, or no, Betty is saying, it's hmm. It's, yeah, it actually <laughs> is just Dilton, if you can see it <laughs> yeah, there, man. It's yeah, it's just Dilton. Uh-huh. With some, like, sparkles around his head, and he looks confused. <laughs> um, they then just start to walk away. Betty says, "Oh yeah, that, that series of new books is a is the must read rage." And then <laughs> this is just one of those comics where they just kind of introduce the concept so they can play around with the idea of it. Like, <laughs> and they they don't even try to like. They're like, "What build if it we in. were that?" Betty says. The concept of working magic is far-fetched, <laughs> yet interesting. Like, literally. Working magic? Yeah. Uh, and then Veronica's like, I wouldn't mind having magic powers. Why is powers. that the word she used? <laughs> working God. magic? I think that is, yeah, like, like, a, a genre functional of magic, magic or real magic or something. It's, it's like a genre of story or something, like magic in the real world or some shit. But it's just like... I, I don't know, man. It's like if you were starting a skit about how people could sometimes talk about magic, and they're just like, the concept of working magic is far-fetched, yet interesting. Like, it's just so clinical. I love yeah. it. Um, Jesus. But yeah, because then Veronica says, I wouldn't mind having <laughs> magic powers. And it's like, you fucking would duh, mind, guys. <laughs> and then we just kind of get a montage of how <laughs> Betty thinks it would be cool to fly around on a broom. She's flying, I don't know, she's leaving home on the broom, 
And then she's flying over traffic jams where people are like, man, I'll never get to school on time. And then we just, she's like, I'd never have to worry about traffic jams or red lights, which I feel like they could have kept as one thing and not (laughs) split into two separate panels. Wow, they're really milking that one. Yeah, they they show her flying over magic stuff. They show her flying over a red light just to illustrate. Don't have to worry about red lights when you're on a broom. This comic is like about the limitless potential of magic, (laughs) which they have a whole series about a teenage witch, and they couldn't come up with other instances. They had to double down on that one. Yeah. Uh, It's also, I'm sure this is one of the things you've thought about with having magic powers. I think we've all thought about Mm -hmm. how easy it would be to find a parking place at school if you flew (laughs) a broom. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is Um, true. The We've all had that thought. (laughs) Megan, you guessed the next joke. You literally... (laughs) Because that is literally... She says, follow me into school, magic broom, and then wait in there until after school, and we see it at the You say that now, Betty, but when every fucking kid in school has a broom, you think they're all going to fit in that closet? No. Uh, yeah, that's a good They'll fucking point, They'll be shuffling man. through piles of brooms all over the school. Why do you think Hogwarts has so many broom closets, <laughs> guys? Also, just need to say, J.K. Rowling sucks. Just yeah, get that we out don't there. condone turfs J.K. Here. Rowling fucking sucks. No turfs. Harry Potter's okay. Not the creator, though. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next. <laughs> Veronica says, speaking of school, consider this. <laughs> Come on! Who talks like try, that? like try to make a Not transition a sound natural. Girl. And then she's just like, "Wouldn't it be silly if Mister Weatherby was a quote spell school end quote headmaster?" <laughs> Uh, I do need to show you this picture, though, because it does not look like Mr. (laughs) Weatherby at all. (laughs) He's got, like, long gray hair, but, like, only to his shoulders. It does! And, like, yeah, he's got, like, gray hair to his shoulders, and then just, like, one of those classic, like, star moon wizard robes. And he's saying, Larry Plopper, you're a math whiz. Which, I don't even... Is that supposed to be a joke there? Uh, The next panel... Yeah, I guess... The next panel is just Betty saying, that would be funny, <laughs> which is really great. <laughs> they phoned the shit in so hard. She's like, like the bee with hair? That's funny. And it's like, oh, that's kind of the whole premise mean, of this Betty. comic is phoned in, and then they mm-hmm. phoned it in more. Yep. Yes, they did. Because uh, then Veronica says... I think it might be cool to have the ability to cast spells. And it's like, oh my fuck, That's dude. I thought you covered about. that. That's I thought you covered that when you said, I wouldn't mind having magic powers. <laughs> this is the same panel twice. They're restating the thesis. <laughs> um, we get a panel of Betty saying, what would you use it for? <laughs> And then uh, Veronica says, if I saw a cute fella, I would, I could cast a love spell. And then she's zap very like, she's got like an evil look on her face and she's zapping a dude. And he wow. says, wow, I've been hit by a thunderbolt. And he's got a bunch of hearts around his head. And then Betty's like, you've basically got a lot of cute guys already under your spell. Um, it took two panels to tell that joke, though. Um <laughs> 
<laughs> and then I do like this. Betty's like, <laughs> Betty's just like, you know what? Fuck you. You don't get magic because since you're rich, you already <laughs> lead a charmed life. And Veronica's like, oh, what do you mean? And it's like, oh my God, guys, you're getting away from the point of the thesis now. You're making a different point. There's a whole panel about you don't have to snap your fingers to get anything you want. All you have to do is write a check. Who writes there's, checks anymore, Betty? That's a good point. Uh, there's a panel of Betty laughing and then at Veronica being annoyed that Betty's laughing. <laughs> and then Veronica says, so what would you use magic for besides cheap air travel? And it's like, okay, guys. Wasn't Betty that would this use... whole comic? I mean, yeah, man, but they just need to get us back on the point because they were like, well, we ran out of ideas for a second. We'll talk about how Veronica's wealth is basically magic. And then, oh, here we go. And then uh, Betty's like, oh, well, you know, I'd use magic to make my chores easier. And it's basically just wizards or magician's apprentice. She's just like, you know, zapping brooms and mop and uh, dusters and vacuums and shit. Yeah, we all know how well that went. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then this is my favorite part. Uh, she says it would also help with homework. And then there's this like f- old timey looking dude. And she's basically it looks like she he says summon me from the past. Uh, but she says, I need some help on this report, Mr. Shakespeare. And it's like, I, that seems like some pretty intense magic. If you did just pull him out of the time stream, I don't know if Sabrina can do that. And did no, you then? That al- seems like a lot. It's the alternative is bringing him back yeah, from the dead, which also dead. seems mm-hmm. like a lot. Yeah. So the next, the last four panels are really <laughs> good because it's Veronica saying, "Let's face it." So I'm gonna tell you which is each panel. All right, so. Let's face it, Betty. The truth is, there are no real spells or magic. That's one panel. I think I know it's fun <laughs> to think and read about such things. That's technically two panels because it's extra wide. It's the center oh, one. Jesus. Yeah. And then the and then Veronica says, "But boy, wizards don't exist anymore." Then that's another panel. <laughs> and then the last panel, teenage witches do, and we see Sabrina in the foreground, and then that's the end. Is she, like, winking or something? She's got her hand up, and there's, there's little sparks coming out of it, just to show that she oh. is indeed magical. But, oh, my God. Yeah, dude, See, that that was thing, the most half-assed like, concept. Yeah, it's like they had a draft, and they were like, yeah, I can see this being decent. Let's flush it out a little, maybe cut some of this random shit, maybe come mm-hmm. up with some better examples. And then it came mm-hmm. to draw it, and they were like, oh, fuck, we forgot to do that one. Uh, just just <laughs> yeah. go with it. It'll be fine. I and know. then they, they could have just, They could have just, like, I don't know. I wouldn't question it if they were just like, all right, Archie Potter, how's your first day at P- <laughs> Pigzits University? And it's like, fucking just do that. <laughs> what did you call it? Pigzits. Pigzits? Pig, like Hogwarts, Pigzits. <laughs> I was thinking it would be a play on, like, Riverdale combined with, like, Hogwarts. So, like, River Hog or... Oh. (laughs) Oh, I like that, actually. (laughs) Warthog. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Warthog. I guess that's just Hogwarts backwards. Um, Yeah, I like River Hog. See, unlike Archie, though, we're going to keep workshopping it until it's decent. Yeah, exactly. But 
they could have just done that, and I wouldn't have been like, hold on, this is a little too fantastical. <laughs> and then they could have just explored the yeah. idea. But like they didn't have to keep... fucking question an Archie comic being too fantastic. <laughs> right. They didn't have to keep couching it in these like, well, so what would you do if you had the magic? The number of comics... I feel like we talked about one recently where Betty and Veronica were like, what if we were on TV? And then the whole comic is just them saying how they might be yeah. on TV. Like, they don't have to keep being like, but we're not on TV, though. But what if we yeah, were? But we're yeah, not. Yeah, I know. At least with, use like... five panels to say a single sentence. Yes. Oh my god, that was my favorite. I was like, wow, guys. Yeah, and that double-wide panel that was clearly just to fill space. Like, there was <laughs> yeah, nothing just in like, it. We can maybe post a picture of just that last page, because it well, is, like, also, a really great use of space. Like, the panel with Sabrina in it could have been a double-wide. And, like, yeah. it could have been, yeah, like, she know, would be man. further away, and maybe even doing a little spell or something, like, zapping something. It would be It would be more fun if they were just like, let's face it, magic isn't real and then it's just like you see in the foreground or something sabrina and her wacky family doing a bunch of magic shenanigans yeah like that seems to that fit even better could than... have been a bigger panel than two exactly like i don't know man <laughs> they Way just to like phone that one in guys good job they really did just phone it in they were like ah, fuck it whatever i i can't be bothered man kids will read it it's it's fine yeah yeah, so there you go. That's a fantastic okay, so Mr. Andrews. I need, like, a list of what all our uh, segments are called, because... <laughs> oh, I just, yeah, I've got a bunch of different Google Docs with the names, and I just scroll through, and I'm like, what would, the, what would fit? <laughs> what would I this know. fit in? Don't forget, we have odds and friends specifically for ones <laughs> that don't true. fit into any other bit. I feel like this one I'd like to bring... It um, it has a little bit of a no, I don't know. I'll call it a totally teens. Hell yeah! We need Classic a segment totally that's just teens. like Veronica's a bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So this is uh, the devil wears Veronica. The devil wears <laughs> Veronica, something like that. I don't know. We're, we'll get there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we'll find it in post. This is Betty and Veronica in vacation vexation. Okay. So All this right. is, um, they didn't give me first names on these credits, so let's see if we can remember them all. George okay. Gladier. Yep. Dan DiCarlo. Mm-hmm. Is it Bill Lepick? Rudy Lepick. Rudy Lepick. Bill Yoshida. Mm-hmm. And then Grossman. Is it Barry Grossman? I think it is Barry Grossman. That sounds right. Nice. <laughs> We're professionals. Yeah. Yes. Um. <laughs> Archie Comics is not. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, Veronica is lounging on a little couch, reading a very large brochure about <laughs> Mount Royal Ski Resort. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. Her dad, who is wearing a little monogrammed turtleneck, which I like. Fuck yes. Uh, he's like, I, Veronica, what are you doing with that Mount Royal brochure? I thought we were going to Snow Valley this weekend. Every. Yeah, a great name, Snow Valley. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you she's think like, they fucking got? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, she's like, we are, Daddy, but I'd rather see Betty go here instead. And what? he's seems... like, I don't like your scheming, and walks away. Uh, and then <laughs> she like, turns to the cat next to her, and she's like, did you hear that muffin? Sorry, I, I put the emphasis on the wrong word. <laughs> Did you hear that, Muffin? 
<laughs> my you own hear that father. muffin in the other room calling my name? <laughs> <laughs> Veronica, eat me. I'm a muffin. Uh, oh, better do what it says. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? Muffin? My own father is accusing me of sneakiness. And then she whispers to the cat. And of course, he's so right. And this <laughs> yeah. is... She's never had a cat named Muffin before, and this cat looks super weird. Um, <laughs> it does look weird. So we cut to Veronica at Pops. She's like, hey, Betty, I guess I'll be seeing you this weekend at Snow Valley. Betty's like, yeah, I'm all packed up and ready to go. Veronica okay. walks away, dropping something on the ground. Betty tries to tell her, but she doesn't respond. She's like, gee, I guess she didn't hear me. And then okay, she sees that it's okay. a, a brochure for Mount Royal. <gasps> I see where this is going. Uh-huh. Betty's like, that's sneak. She's trying to convince Archie to go to Mount Royal instead. Uh, so she wait, goes trying to convince Archie to go to Mount Royal instead. Yeah, so Betty thinks that Veronica has dropped that on accident because she is actually changing her and Archie's plans to go to Mount Royal. I see. Okay. While Betty's yes. going to Snow Mountain. I assumed, yeah. Say that's or what I Snow thought the, the ruse was, but the way she phrased her realization very much confused yeah. me <laughs> so then betty like, goes to archie and she's like are you going to mount royal this weekend and he says no i thought we were all going to snow valley and she's like no veronica's going to mount royal and archie's okay. like wow this looks cool as hell and then reggie walks up and he's like uh-huh. hey uh-huh. everybody ready for snow valley <laughs> everyone's going okay <laughs> i know and then um they're like you're not archie's fucking coming like, reggie yeah we'll be Everyone there hates you <laughs> um reggie's like what is that and they're like oh it's a it's the brochure veronica dropped for mount royal <laughs> reggie's okay. like oh, i gotta go and then archie thinks to himself i don't like that look on reggie's face i bet he talked ronnie into switching to mount royal so he calls to switch God, his reservation this is reservation some wild extrapolation people are doing <laughs> meanwhile reggie's walking away he's like Archie doesn't fool me. He must have found out Veronica's changing her plans. So he changes his reservation to Mount Royal. And then Betty walks into the travel agency. Fucking, of course, they have a travel agency they're booking their ski trip through. That works with teens? What? Veronica is watching her do this, and she's like, just as I figured. Betty's changing her plans. Doesn't know that everyone else is. (laughs) Well, because, no, Archie just calls up the uh, fucking... <laughs> the travel agency. The lodge or whatever, and, yeah. And fucking Reggie calls them from a payphone. Like, what this year is, like, is this? Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, this is a fucking, like, snapshot of, like, but, the 90s or yeah. 80s. So while Veronica is spying on Betty, she thinks to herself, the dumb ninny fell for my ski. Whoa! Yeah! That seems harsh. So then she's walking down the street, arms flung in the air, and she's saying out loud, She'll be all alone at Mount Royal, and I'll have all the boys to myself at Snow Valley. Every time you're going to say Mount Royal, I think you're going to say Mount Rushmore. (laughs) And I'm like, that's fucking wild, That would be wild skiing. (laughs) Yes. So they're walking up to Snow Valley. Mr. Lodge is like, I don't see any of your gang around. 
And I think that's a weird observation to make because, like, you're walking in the front entrance of a hotel. Why would you? Like, are they just supposed to be standing outside? I mean, usually Archie doesn't really wait or doesn't do anything until Veronica tells him, dude, to be fair. He's probably just sitting blankly in his hotel room. Eating saltines. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a little butter on him. Uh, Archie. (laughs) Hell yeah. Veronica is like, they probably just haven't got here yet. So they're, like, hanging out in the hotel room watching TV. When the guy on TV is like, we now bring you the exciting snowmobile race from Mount Royal. And then we see on camera, Archie, Betty, and Reggie are all hanging out and participating in the snowmobile race, I guess. Oh, Mr. Cool. Lodge is like, hey, look, there's all your friends. Veronica's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no. And then she does that thing where she like throws an adult tantrum and flings herself in the air, like yeah. kicking oh, and screaming. Oh, yes. Yeah. And she's like, they Jumping told me around. they were coming here. I'll bet that dizzy blonde did this. You did this. And as she's having her tantrum, Mr. Lodge, who's now got like both arms spread over the back of the couch, just Fucking watching her it. lose her shit, turns to the camera and says, I guess there is justice in this world. So Okay. I love that, actually. <laughs> yeah. I love that he, he knew that she was pulling some shit the whole time. Did nothing <laughs> to stop it. She did. Uh, But presumably, she deserves this, and he's fine with it. Yeah. He just watches his daughter hoist on her own baton constantly, it feels like. Yep. So uh, that's how Veronica fucked herself. And all her friends, I guess, didn't notice that she didn't show up. That does seem... Maybe they were like, huh, (laughs) maybe she got it wrong. (laughs) Like, that seems weird. Huh. (laughs) What did they think when they got there? Because, like, they knew Veronica was supposed to be at, like... Snow Mountain or whatever the fuck it's called. Snow Valley. Snow Valley. Or Roy- <laughs> yeah. Royal Mount Royal. Yeah. It's like I she know, only man. ever said she was going to be at Snow Valley. It's true. They all switched because they thought she switched. It's just like she... the ultimate playing yeah. yourself. Like you, you did that the worst way possible, Veronica. Well, and also, how far away is Mount Royal? Like, can she not just go there? Uh, it's like, what if it's like Mount Hood to like Mount Mitchell? Like they're like opposite sides of the country. <laughs> then how is the rest of the gang affording this shit? Uh, that that is a good point. Also, I it's did Veronica. Think that just in if, general, if anyone can afford to like fly her private jet over to uh, the true. other mountain. She probably could call a helicopter and have it pick her up. Yeah, see, that's probably what it is. Is it's just like two mountains right next like across the valley from each other yeah Yeah, there you go it does feel 80s because it's like a ski lodge yeah yeah there were a lot of i was looking for actually like a new year's episode which i couldn't find anything good for that yeah i know they have new year's comics but they don't have new year's compilations which make it harder right but (laughs) i did find like a fuckload of ski resort based comics and Fuck that was yeah. a very, very particular time and place. And it's oh, not definitely. now. No. I would love to stay at a ski lodge, man. Hmm. Someday. All right. Do so they exist I have. Still? What's that? Are, do they still exist? Are they just an Aspen now? I think there are some ski lodges around. Um, I think they're. I don't know how much of a lodge it is, but there's like ski re- like areas in Michigan I've been to. Um, and I think they've got, the like, some resort lodges areas. Yeah, it's, like, a very big hill. I don't remember where it is. It's up north. It's near Traverse City. Mm. I, it was, I went there last year. 
Skiing is fun. We went in Kigurumi's, and I was dressed up as Spyro the Dragon the whole time. Well, all right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I have, a, I have an odds and friends I'd love to do for you. So I've been sitting on this odds and friends for a while, and I've been very excited to do it. And I've also found out that it is one in like a series of comics with this same premise, which is once you hear the comic, you'll be clamoring to hear the rest of these because this is Jughead the Eleven Air, as in like millionaire, but 11 instead of million. So he has $11? Oh, just, yes, but just you wait to see how he gets it. Oh, boy. Script by Craig Boldman. Pencils by Rex Lindsay. Fucking love some Rex Lindsay. Uh, inks by Rich Koslovsky. Uh, letters by Vicky Williams. And this is in Jughead and Archie Jumbo Comics Digest number 23. So we've got Jughead just basically chilling in a park on a bench. Uh, Betty literally jogs up to him. And she's like, hey, Jug, why are you so chipper today? And he's like, oh, you know. I have $11. Actually, it's because he has no money. Oh. He's like, he's like, you have no idea how liberating it is to not have any money because the responsibilities weigh you down. Okay. And he, he literally points to Mr. Lodge, who's <laughs> walking through the park, and he looks very, very sad. Uh, he's got like... That brunt, like, all hunched over, like, Flanders coming home from the rat race in Homer's Fantasy that one time. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's very sad, despite being very rich, and Jughead's like, see? Money doesn't make you happy. And then Betty's like, oh, you know what you should do? Get a credit card, because it doesn't weigh that much. And then she runs away, literally. That's bad advice. Also, it is teenagers bad advice. shouldn't be able to get credit cards. No, they shouldn't. <laughs> um, Jughead is thinking about how money... He's just still thinking about it on the yeah. bench. About how money causes problems uh, when a stranger approaches. So he's this bald-headed guy in sunglasses. Uh, and he, he basically holds up this briefcase and he tells Jughead he represents a person known as Gosford Wobbledon. Oh... Yes, that's right. Gosford Wobbledon uh, wants to give Jughead a gift of $11 under the condition he never reveals where he got it. What the fuck? So Jughead's like, I mean, sure, yeah. He takes it and he's like, oh, heck yeah, I got money now, despite the fact that he was just thinking about how money is no good. Yeah. He immediately is like, oh, well, obviously I'm going to go buy some burgers when Betty literally runs up again, because I guess she's, <laughs> she's just, just running laps around this park. I think she is just, yeah, just running laps <laughs> in the park and she just keeps passing him. It's kind of good. And he's like, hey, you'll never guess what happened. And she's like, oh, what? And he's like, uh, shit. And then he remembers what the guy <laughs> said about not telling anyone. And so he really only, it's like Betty is like, oh, did you win the lottery or something like that? And he's like, I think he just says, like, I have some money now, uh, and I've got to go, and I'm going to go spend it. And he just, and then he runs away. And so Betty's like, hmm, if he's keeping it secret, it must be big. So oh, she just goes oh, over to Chuck and Nancy, the, and she tells them that Jughead has a large sum of cash, 
And then we get to see a phone tree happen. I fucking love a phone tree. They call Aaron A. Aronson and Zachariah yep. uh, Zelensky. Yeah, we have Chuck calls Veronica, who calls Reggie, who called Dilton, who calls Archie, who calls Midge, who calls Moose. It's who like the weirdest order. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. It's picturing um, Archie like, oh, Midge, did you hear the gossip? And then uh, we see Reggie tackle Jughead, and he's got, like, a bunch of IOUs, and he's like, yo, now you've got money, pay me back. And Jughead runs away, he runs up to Archie's house, and he's like, you gotta help me, buddy, everyone's trying to get me. And then Archie, like, opens the door, and he's like, you owe me money! <laughs> like, oh my God. opens the door, screaming that. Um so he runs away from Archie, and now Jughead is just on the run from all his friends. He has a fun line where he's like, all my friends have turned into my worst nightmare. Creditors, or something like that. Cool. Uh, all his friends are trying to get money back from him. Like, literally, you just see everyone wandering around holding slips of paper. And so I guess Jughead writes physical IOUs. Which <laughs> yeah, is he's got a little pretty pad. convenient. Courteous yeah. of him, I guess. Uh-huh. He has to occasionally take out an IOU to buy a new pad of paper to write out IOUs. Yeah. Um, so he, since can't really find any safe space, he just goes to Pops, and he orders some burgers, and he's like, I actually have cash this time, Pop. And Pop pulls out his tab, and he's like, that's what I've heard. You owe me. And then he's like, all I have is $11. (laughs) And Pop takes the $11, and he's like, that's a start. And at that moment, the whole everyone gang walks in, and they're like, all right, Jughead. And he's like, I I have no money anymore. Pop just took the last of it. And they're like, oh, shit. The comic (laughs) ends with Archie being like, I guess I'm buying burgers again, huh, buddy? And then the two of them are just eating some burgers together. Oh, my God. But the weirdest thing, too, is that the end of this comic, it's got one of those little boxes at the very bottom, mm-hmm. and it's got the dude with the briefcase and the sunglasses, and it says, and he's holding up the briefcase, mm-hmm. and he says, where will the 11 air strike next? And so there's the like fuck? four of these, like three or four what? of the 11 air comics what? that's just different characters in Riverdale being approached by the 11 air and giving $11, and I'm like, how did they stretch this for like multiple? <laughs> how is this? How does this have that much Who meat on the bones? I know. Who was like, you know what? We've got a fucking. We've got something here, guys. We've got yeah. something. I'm into just, this concept. I love it so much. It's so wild. There you go. Yeah, the Eleven Air. I'm gonna do more of those for sure. Please, I love it. You you can also tell when Archie is just, like, way into a character they made, because they're like, this fucking Gosford Wobbledon guy is hilarious. That <laughs> name's so funny. We're going to keep yeah. talking about him. Yeah, they love that shit. Yeah. Oh, all right. I think right, we probably so have time for one more. I think we do. So yeah. I have, um, this is, this is another Totally Teens. Ooh, hell yeah. And this is Betty and Veronica in... Backstage Pass. Okay. So, credits, we have very small font here. Mike Pelosky, uh, Mm -hmm. script. Pencils by Jeff Schultz. Inking by Al Milgram. Lettering by Jack Morelli. And coloring by Barry Grossman. Okay. 
so, and we see Betty and Veronica are at a rock show. They're seeing the Tumbling Boulders. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Rolling Stones. Uh-huh. Okay. Took me a second. So they're like, you know, the crowd's just cheering about how great the band is. Betty and Veronica are in the mosh pit, amazingly. Um, everyone's like, they're the best rock band ever. These wild guys never slow down. Okay, I think I get. I think I already know the fucking premise is that they're really chill or something. <laughs> I don't know why you would think that, Ezra. Um, <laughs> so we have like several more panels about how wild and crazy cool and cool and they, are they are and how hip they are. Oh my god, um, is this going to be about how rock stars aren't actually that bodacious <laughs> and wild and how they're actually just responsible adults or some bullshit? I don't know what you mean. Uh, I love so... Archie. <laughs> love when they do that. <laughs> so they... Totally false, by the way. Somebody... <laughs> Somebody is like, man, I would do anything to hang out with them. That would be amazing. That'll never happen to ordinary folks like us, though. And then These Betty are just and Veronica. People saying all this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Betty and Veronica are like, no, but we will. Can you believe we have backstage passes to hang out with the tumbling boulders? It's just like Wayne's World. <laughs> yeah. Um, Betty's like, it's amazing, Rod. Your dad really does have some awesome connections. Meanwhile, the band's mm-hmm, saying goodnight. Mm-hmm. The girls are walking to the backstage area. They're like, I really can't believe that he's arranged for us to meet them. I know. They have such a nasty reputation. It's just wild when an Archie Comics character says nasty. It is, right? <laughs> Doesn't seem like they should know that word. Also, the people in this crowd are not dressed like they're at a rock show. Are they in, like, polos and jeans? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. The other girl in front of them has, like, ruffles on her shirt. <laughs> that um, sounds like a Rolling Stones fan. In their heyday, if I boulders, Ezra. Shut your mouth. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. What's their fucking lead singer like? Bick Pagger or something like that? Um, let's see. There's Nick, Mash, and Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> I only know Mick Jagger, so if the others are jokes, I don't get them. So, they might say more of their names. That's just what they've said so far. Okay. So, Veronica's like, yeah, Daddy's good friends with their manager and said it would be okay. And Betty's like, I hope that's true. I've heard some wild tales about what goes on backstage at their shows. And so now we see Betty imagining what goes on backstage. Uh-huh. Um, so half the panel is her looking scared as she imagines it. And then the other half we see um, the guys are like in their backstage area. One is yelling, yippee, toss me another caviar and bologna sandwich. Wild. Uh, really heinous things they're doing. Um, really awful, nasty things. One guy is hanging from the lamp. And then the other guy is doing a headstand over, sorry, a handstand over his guitar saying, watch me stand on my head while I play the guitar, girls. Really fucking wild stuff here. Such nasty things they do. (laughs) And then Veronica says, gulp, so have I. And she gets an even bigger panel. Okay, Betty's is one third of a page. Of her imagining Veronica's got a better imagination, I guess. Veronica's got two-thirds of a page. Whoa! Um, And so, yeah, it's also just Veronica looking concerned. And then we see her fantasy, which is the guy being like, Greetings, beautiful babes. Come in and join the party. Uh, One guy is ripping his own shirt off. 
The other guy is smashing his guitar on the ground. Okay. And there's a fourth guy that hasn't been in this yet that's just putting a lampshade on his head. Um, as Who are a bunch these of fucking girls teens? run in. Yeah. Like, these teens are the parents from Freaks and Geeks. They're like, they're <laughs> smashing their guitars? What? Mm-hmm. It's like, you'd be stoked if you were a teen and you saw that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Um. So, yeah, the girls are like, hey. Are we are we sure we want to go backstage? I don't know. Maybe it'll be too wild for us. And Veronica's like, you know, we might never get another chance. Let's do it. So there's I a guy that. standing there. He's like, hey, the show, the dressing room's right down the hall. Follow the girl with the tray. And they're like, oh, thank you. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. this woman Is she walks. carrying a tray of tea? <laughs> As you're told, Is we're it ridiculous. really tea? It is milk and cookies. Okay. So the girls better than tea. (laughs) Look at each other. What? As this woman, nice young lady, says, "Here's some milk and cookies you wanted, Mister Swagger. Thank you, love. I'll take it into the fellas." He says. Okay, so he is British. (laughs) You must be Betty and Veronica. Come in. You're just in time to join us for our favorite snack. Oh, my um, God. Veronica's like, we're honored to meet you. Thank you so much, Mr. Swagger. And he says, please call me Nick. Hey, oh guys. <laughs> the food and the girls are here. <laughs> okay, like, okay, yeah. Uh, is that classical music that Mash is listening to? Mash is sitting on the couch, one arm over the back, eyes closed, just vibing out to the radio next to him. Not doesn't have headphones on though, just like no, listening playing to it, it out loud. Um, okay. Mick Swagger says yes. Mash, whose real name is Gilbert, is a classically trained musician. He's also an opera buff. Fucking what the fuck is this? This is Theodore Timpkins. See, this is dangerous to lie to children Ripper. like this. Yeah. And then Ripper says, "Hello, girls. Do either of you play chess?" I like how they have sissy names too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gilbert, um, Theodore Timpkin, like, I'm playing chess. Like, uh, what the fuck? He, he's like, playing chess between shows relaxes me, but none of the guys will play with me. And they're like, that's you because play? you're too good. Betty's like, I play chess. And he says, terrific. We can play as soon as I call home and check in with my mom. She worries. <laughs> When we visit the States. Jesus Christ. Uh, And then Mick, sorry, Nick says, make yourselves at home, ladies. I'm in the middle of doing a crossword puzzle. I love them. I was an English major in college. Now, as as an English major, do you also have a love for crossword puzzles? Not reading a book. I don't know. I mean, to be fair... I do love crossword puzzles, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I would not say that is, to your point, I would not say that is what I would associate as a English major activity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so then Veronica says- Maybe writing poetry. Like, that would fit <laughs> so much fucking better with this image they're painting of these <laughs> sissy rocker boys. Veronica says, you know, Betty, I'm not sure all rock stars are as wild and crazy as they're made out to be. And then we see, um, whatever, Theodore Timpkins on the phone. Hi, Mom. Yep, everything is fine. And beside him, (laughs) Nick is just standing, holding a crossword puzzle and doing it 
standing, I guess, which seems inconvenient. That does seem inconvenient. (laughs) That's the end of that fucking comic. That's it? All right. That's it. And um, there's a fourth band member that we just don't learn anything about. He's the actually crazy one. <laughs> yeah, he's just doing a bunch of coke in he's the bathroom. He's doing blow in the corner. Yeah, exactly. But wow. like, also, that... what a fucking boring time for Betty and Veronica. Like, this rock band is like... I know! Yeah, you can have backstage passes. I'm going to do this crossword puzzle. You stand over there. Like, we're do not even going to talk to you. with me? Yeah. Like, well, first I have to no. call my mom. Like, okay... The fact, too, because Betty technically didn't say, I'll play chess with you. Didn't she just say, I can play chess? Yeah, she said, I play chess. And he's like, oh, so play with me. It's like, oh, wow. Well, he did say, like, like does anyone play chess? No one will play with me. Yeah, It would I be guess kind so. of a bummer if she was like, I play chess, but you can fuck off. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know, man. That's just that also seems like a dangerous lie to tell children that all your favorite rockers are actually really like chill dudes. Not that I'm saying that they're every okay. By and large, most rockers are unchill. I'll say that yeah. they've do- all, mostly done some pretty heinous things. Uh, but it does. Uh, I just love. This. Does seem dangerous to teach that. <laughs> Yeah, it's a pretty uh, wild vibe from that uh, comic. Fucking Steven Tyler used to drink vodka with heroin in it after a show. <laughs> like, that's the shit I'm talking about. Yeah. Wasn't Rolling Stones famous for destroying hotel rooms? Probably. Like, I don't know. I think know. that was... I don't know. I love that, though. <laughs> I love fucking calling that shot from downtown. <laughs> and they just picked the pantsiest shit they could think of. Which is I know. like... They couldn't even just be, like, not rock. They had to be the furthest thing from like bad boys. They it's like, <laughs> like they literally did the Wayne's World thing where they go back and meet Alice Cooper, and Alice Cooper is like super chill and teaching them about how Milwaukee <laughs> came from a Native American word. Oh <laughs> like it's God. literally literally a joke in Wayne's World. Yeah, I fucking love that. But yeah, they they could have had them just be like, oh hey, how's it going? Yeah, come on in. We're just watching TV. But like no, they're like, oh yes, I'm. Tedrick Thimbledon, and I'm playing chess while I talk to my mom. Yeah, uh, Gilbert over here is an opera buff. He's not even going to talk to you guys, so let's I have like... some milk and cookies. Yeah. Also, the fact that it's like, he's classically trained, and we're supposed to be like, oh, a lot of rock musicians are classically trained, from what I understand. Yeah, I also like yeah. that this woman has milk and cookies. Like, No, that does sound dope. I really want some milk and cookies right that... now. They have at music venues. I mean, so they can they request that had for in their rider, ta- like after yeah, the show. Yeah, you will exactly. Deliver milk and cookies to me. Yes. Not so They're fucking like- chill now, is it? <laughs> they gotta heat the milk. They gotta like get like a fucking hot plate just to do that. <laughs> they didn't say it it's was like a warm whole thing. <laughs> you know, with these fucking <laughs> sissies, though. <laughs> Mom-calling, chess-playing sissies <laughs> aren't drinking warm milk with their cookies. All right, now, I want to well, clarify, we're not using the term sissy in a derogatory way. No, just as an de- accurate descriptor. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'll switch to pansies. I'm sorry. Sissy <laughs> just sounds very funny. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely what they're going for. I also like the idea yes. of... um. What Betty and Veronica think rock stars will be like, which is also extremely tame. 
Because they like, can't actually show anything, I right? Know, I know. I know that's why, but I know the but idea still. of the caviar and bologna sandwich as he like jumps on the couch is super fucking wild. It's just I know. cute. They could they could like this is what thing well, maybe they wouldn't get away with this. They could draw like bottles, not ever address them or discuss what's in them, but I feel like they could draw bottles in the background and be like, oh Has shit. Archie or like ever had alcohol in it? Like only the Christian comics. Ironically. Like surely they've been at a restaurant before and there's been a wine bottle on a table in a background, right? I don't know, man. Fucking George Lucas edited the guns out of E.T. or whatever. Spielberg, not Lucas. But yeah. <laughs> Same guy. It's fine. They got Yeah, basically. It's a white filmmaker. <laughs> um And then what? I just heard like Nintendo. White filmmaker. Yeah, Nintendo made got rid of champagne for like fucking Peach and Bowser and like Mario Tennis or some bullshit. Like the censorship can be intense. Ridiculous, guys. Yeah, I fucking love that though. Like they've at least had like I don't know. They could. I feel like they've had like they've done better representations of bad boys. Just like have them breaking property. They have not just like smoking. eating. Yeah. There you go. That that's something at least. Why do they have people smoking but not drinking? I don't know. Maybe because uh, well, maybe when this comic was written, at least it was easier. You could be the smoking age was younger. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? I really don't know because it's not like they're glorifying either. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. All right. Well, Archie. Archie gets rock stars. <laughs> That should have been the name of that comic. Yeah. We get rock stars. What even was the name? Oh, did the I say? Tumbling yeah, boulders. Oh, backstage pass. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great. Another great descriptive title. Well, yes. Um, and on that wonderful title, I think we can probably start doing some wrap up. What do you think? I think so. Heck yeah. So uh, as usual, you can find pretty much everything we do at our website, which is going to be RiverdaleHighAV.club. It's got links to our social media. It's got our email on there, our pod chaser and our Patreon. So if you feel like leaving us a review on the pod chaser, joining our Patreon as a patron or just sending us an email or something like that, we'd really appreciate whatever you can do. Yeah. Also, actually, I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. For uh, all the housekeeping. Oh, um, yeah. Our new segment, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know uh, where that is say, in the... I'm going to do it after housekeeping. Okay. Give them a reason to keep listening. Exactly. Um, do you have anything else to add, Meg? I do not. Cool. Well, then, without further ado, we can get on to recommendations of things you should consume that are not Archie Comics. Uh, not that Archie Comics aren't amazing, they, we're, just in case Big Archie's listening. Yeah, um, we love Not Archie. that they're not amazing... But you can't consume that all day, every day, for the rest of your life, or you'll go insane. That Just listen to Megan and I. Like, we're clearly yeah. insane at this point. Mm-hmm. It's not a great time. <laughs> <laughs> so I am going to recommend a book I read recently. Now, this is called The Echo Wife, mm-hmm. and it is a sci-fi book about okay. a woman who is a leading researcher in cloning and Ooh. she discovers that her her husband, who at the start of the book is her ex-husband, and you find out quickly why, because he made a clone of her, but better, okay. and married her. 
So oh shit, it okay. goes from there and it gets wild pretty fast. And this is the Echo Wife by Sarah Gailey, and the Echo I Wife. got an audible of it on Libby, which is my favorite library app. And uh, it was like eight hours, and it was a good little quick read that I listened to at work. So Heck yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. That's awesome. And uh, if you like sci-fi. And drama, I'd pick it up. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Um, I'm also going to recommend um, this. It's actually a series of books. I've only read the first, but I've got the second, and it's uh, queued up in my stack. This is going to be the first Americans series um, by William Saraband, which is actually a pen name for Joan Leslie Hamilton Klein. Cool. Which the only reason I bought this because I found out it was a female author, and so <laughs> nice. I thought it would be better. Um, yeah. And it turns out that it was fantastic. I actually just gave the first book to our dad, and he read it and also loved it. Awesome. But they're these really amazing um, kind of I, I I guess you could say fantasy, but it's more so te- technically like a historical fiction series set in prehistoric. America. Um, and it follows our oh, first cool. ancestors who crossed the Bering Land Bridge and walked into America. Very cool. The research is uh, extensive and, as far as I can tell, very accurate. They were written in the uh, 70s and 80s, so they've got that great uh, kind of pulpy feel to them. Mm-hmm. But the characters are all awesome. They're, they're just absolutely compelling, fascinating books that just tell an incredible story. There's like some interesting little bits of like magic and supernatural stuff. But for the most part, it's just like a tale of some people um, trying to survive in a brutal land. Awesome. It specifically follows like three or four people after their entire like clan is wiped out by a killer mammoth that they believe is like the spirit of vengeance, like for mammoths. Uh, it's very, very good. Damn. And yeah, yeah. The, fir- the first book is called Beyond the Sea of Ice, uh, and that's the first American series by William Saraband, a.k.a. Joan awesome. Leslie Hamilton Klein. So yeah. I'll have to put that in my Libby app. Yeah, you can get the first book from our dad if you want to f- <laughs> get a paper copy. <laughs> <laughs> Me, not you listeners. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know where you can get the first book. I, there's a used bookstore uh, near us that I go to, but you could probably just buy them online. Awesome. Um, but without further ado, uh, this has been the Riverdale High AV Club. I've been Ezra. And I've been Megan. And we will see you at the Chop Shop. Bye. Bye-bye. Um, and then there's one called Yule Tube, which is very good. <laughs> Look, Chip, the Yule Tube. <laughs> <laughs>